Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Friday. We finally made it to the weekend. The Packers wrapping up a week of practice. Five different dudes listed as questionable on the injury report, including Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari, who did both practice together today. So that's an encouraging sign. Alan Lazard seems to be in line to play. Christian Watson as well, though he has not been cleared officially from the concussion protocol. That's something that hopefully we'll get news on tomorrow. Um, Devondre Campbell is indeed out, along with Shamar Jean Charles. Um, Quay Walker going to be calling the uh, defensive signals. Gets the communication helmet, has been practicing with it all week. Going to be exciting to see what the rookie can do to bounce back from a very unfortunate night in Buffalo. Hopefully he comes out has 20 tackles, a sack, and a fumble return for a touchdown. Hello to everybody in the comments section. Good to see everybody. Big B is here. What's up, Big B? Of course you're here. It's Jamal Williams week, baby. How you doing? I do hope Jamal shows up on Sunday, but just, like, not enough to help them win. How's that? Is that good? Can we go with that? I like it. Vex, thanks for the super chat. Drink every time Savage misses a tackle, sir. 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 Why are you trying to attack my liver? No. No, sir. Uh, let the kids play. Wide receiver, one, two, three, four. Watson, Dobbs, Torrey, Rogers. I think Torrey will get more run this week, but if Lazard's back, he'll play. Like, there's no way they're letting the kids run over Lazard. But maybe he'll be on a pitch count because of the shoulder. I think, regardless, you're going to need those young guys to step up 100%. Um, obviously we saw really encouraging signs there in Buffalo. Hopefully that continues in Detroit. In my opinion, the Packers should just win. Seems pretty simple. Big B, I'm with you, man. Four games, four games in a row the Packers have lost. Man, that just doesn't happen around there. Like what? I remember when they used to lose three uh, an entire year. Four in a row? I don't even know who I am anymore. Time to get a win, definitely. Ed, thanks for Super Chat. Did not think at this point that hope would be word for this season, but there it is, and it is there. Yeah, well, absolutely. The problem is the Packers have all the pressure on them in this game, and the Lions have none of it. Like, they have got to 100% be playing with house money. Dan Campbell's throwing guys over the under the bus. They're on his staff. They can't win a game. Their defense is historically bad. Like, you know, and now the Packers are coming to town right on a four-game losing streak. If there was ever a time that they could beat up on the big, bad Packers, this is it. And I know they won last year in that building, but it was, you know, the Packers pulled their starters. It was basically a preseason game. Didn't mean anything, et cetera. Now, this is a real one that matters. They're going to be gunning for it. The Packers, I I just hope they lean into the running game that they discovered on Sunday night. That's going to go a long way in making things a lot easier for everybody on offense. And that's what I think sometimes people kind of get twisted. When I talk about running Aaron Jones or getting Aaron Jones the football, either in the passing game or by handing it off to him, it's because it will help everybody else. And I'm talking everybody, the receivers, the offensive line, the quarterback, especially Getting Aaron Jones going will make everything better on offense, 
I mean, if for no other reason than the offensive line, if you're an offensive lineman, what do you want to do more? Do you want to fire out of your stance and hit someone and punish somebody across from you? Or do you want to constantly be retreating 30, 40 times a game? And that's a real simple one. You know, as far as the receivers, I mean, you talk about eliminating some of the traffic because the linebackers and the safeties are biting up because they're so worried about Aaron Jones. Now you've got a little bit extra room to operate. Safety help is non-existent. Linebackers not clogging up those windows. Your job gets a little bit easier. The quarterback, I mean, you just go back and look at the play action stuff they were able to run back in 2020, all the stuff they married off of that running game. Open stuff up, man. Makes it easier for the quarterback. Makes it easier for the play caller, too. I just hope they lean into it. I really, really do. Dave, what's up? Thanks for Super Chat. I feel like there's a chance that both Quay and Campbell are best suited as sole linebacker behind a penny front. It's a possibility. I mean, I know that certainly wasn't the, you know, design that they were going with when they selected Quay to play alongside Devondre. But we'll see. Maybe we see a little glimpse of some of that on Sunday with Quay being the lone guy out there. Um, Now, whoever's around him is going to have to step up as well. I mean, it's all well and good for him to be calling, making the calls and trying to run things down, etc. But Man, if you don't get any support, I don't care if it's a backer. I don't care if it's a corner or a safety. Those guys have got to step up as well. You know, whether that's Ford off the bench, maybe Savage comes down in some kind of new hybrid role. Who knows? But whoever it is has got to ball out. You've got to give them some support. Uh, M, what's up, man? Next game seems a decisive crossroad for our season. Yes. Yes, it does. We were just talking about this on the radio with the guys, um, with Drew and KB. Man, you lose this game, it is over. Good night, Gracie. All over but the crying. And I know not mathematically, but the soul of this team will be so shallowed out. Five losses in a row, the final one being to the Detroit Lions, who have the worst defense, not only in the league, but like historically bad. This is a, you talk about a get right game. This has got to be a get right game. This is my. That's what I've been saying. Like the pressure's on the Packers in this game, 100%. But yes, you win this game, build a little something, something, get a little way of working. Hopefully, find your way, continue to find your way on offense. Maybe the grumblings from the defensive side of the ball get heard by upper management, so to speak, and they find a couple new wrinkles there on defense to let those guys play a little freer, a little looser, a little less thinking. Let's get to it, man. Menace, thanks for the super chat. Prediction, Nags, do we pick up Love's fifth year? I doubt it. I mean, it all depends on Rodgers. I mean, if Rodgers is coming back, and I don't have any reason to think he won't. Um, yeah, I can't imagine they keep both of them on the roster. So, yeah, my, my hunch would be no. Um. Can we turn Quay Walker into a running back? They have running backs to ignore already. They don't need another one. Come on now. Next week is Matt LaFleur versus Mike McCarthy at Lambeau Field. Thoughts? I No thoughts. No thoughts about that game until that game is here. I'll have plenty to say next week. Right now, these Packers got to go 1-0 against the Detroit Lions. I have no thoughts about Mike and his squad. But I most certainly will next week. Why is Stokes looking worse than last year? That's a really good question, Maria. I think, um, you know, part of it can be 
last year he did such a good job of like using the sideline as his help. And he seemed to, even when he got beat, be able to kind of stay steady as in lean into his technique and not panic. And I, I haven't seen that a lot this year. And, you know, he's always going to, here's the thing. He's always going to get targeted as long as Jair's out there. Cause you're not throwing at Jair if you can help it, if you're a quarterback. So Stokes, you're going to see, you know, a lot of balls thrown your way and you're going to get picked on and you're going to get beat. And that happens to every corner in the NFL. That's just the way it is. You know, last year, you know, the distribution of targets was probably a little wider because they didn't have Jair for much of the season. Uh, I do think the guys, he's going to get targeted. Um, And I do think some of it is just so weird how they sometimes kind of utilize their scheme as far as having these guys play so far off, especially early in the year. You saw the deep over route was just destroying this team, Stokes and everybody really, but Stokes in particular, um, because it takes away what I think is one of his big time attributes, which is his length and his ability to get his hands on a guy at the line of scrimmage. Now, you're not always going to, like, you know, stop them at the line or what have you. You're not going to get a great chuck. You're not going to – but you're going to throw off the timing a little bit, and you're going to have an opportunity to stick with your guy, as opposed to when you're playing, like, seven, eight yards off. Well, they get a head of steam, and then you've got to turn your hips to run with them, and then they're off to the races on that over route. They killed Stokes with that, like, three or four different times, three or four different teams. So I think, you know, and once that got put on tape, Teams are like, yes, please. So, you know, they they seem to have adjusted to that a little bit. And I think Stokes is going to uh, hopefully reap the rewards there. But it's very interesting to me that they sat him for that series in Buffalo with little to no explanation. Not really haven't really talked about that much. I know Joe spoke yesterday, but prior to that, you know, when you see Savage having so many and I know that's more physical rather than mental when you're missing tackles. but yeah, Stokes, he is certainly not picking up where he left off last season. There's no doubt about that. Mm, what else we got? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is Campbell going to break kneecaps? I hope not. What else we got? Oh, Trayson is in here with some Eagles overrated with their strength of schedule. The Texans made it a great game last night and believe they're 1-6-1. That's the NFL. That's why you can't take the Lions for granted. That's why I'm worried about the Cowboys yet. you got to beat the Lions. The talent kind of discrepancy, if there is such a thing, in the NFL is so minuscule. Like, yes, there are great players that make a difference on a team, which is why it's been so fucking frustrating watching the Packers ignore Aaron Jones for half a season. Um, but, yeah, these teams in the NFL, they're too, they're too close in talent to ever be surprised by something like that. I mean, yes, you do think, you know, if this is an undefeated team, what have you, they're going to probably be uh, show some fight and they're going to, you know, throw it down and whatever. They're probably beat up on a team that doesn't have a lot of wins, but it's never a surprise to me when something like that happens uh, just because, you know, every team's got really good players. It's just some teams have great ones. 
And that's really the difference in the NFL. And then, of course, there's luck and there's bounce of the ball and some stupid officiating, you know, decision. You know, that all plays into it. Which, hey, if you're a Packers fan, you obviously know that. I don't have to tell you. You saw Robert Tunyon's touchdown get wiped out last week on an absurd call. And the week before that, you saw a defensive touchdown get wiped out because of an absurd call on Stokes. So, you know, that, and those are the razor thin margins, right? Now, sure, that wasn't the difference in the Bills game, but it certainly was the difference in the Washington game. And in the Bills game, it at least would have made the game, the tenor and context of that game, very, very different if that call doesn't get made. So that's the that's the margin, you know? It's very, very close in the NFL. Ryan, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. Packers need to start winning because I don't like noon games. <laughs> the older fans don't want to return to the 70s and 80s. Yeah, they had, they've had a bunch of nooners, haven't they, here in the middle of their schedule? Yeah, no, that's this, this one here on Sunday. I think, is that the last one? I think this is the last one. I can't remember for sure, but I hope so. I'm with you, man. I, I want to lay about a little bit. Give me that 425 start time. The night games, man, having to do watch party, the night games are, are rough because I'm in studio on the other side of town. It's, it's a late night. But, but yeah, those 420s, whew, that's good shit. Uh, Menace, thanks, man. Every loss sucks, but if you have one loss to choose from over the years, which, in your opinion, is the most heartbreaking? 2014 NFC Championship is my choice. I mean, that's the obvious one. It's that or losing the Super Bowl. Because let me tell you, there is nothing worse than losing a fucking Super Bowl. Man, yeah, the the twenty fourteen championship game is a hard is always going to be the most heartbreaking. Um, but losing the Super Bowl is a close second, man. That sucked. That really sucked. Cheeto, thanks for the super chat. Can you do more videos after a couple of shots, please? <laughs> Whoo, baby! Yeah, no, that's that's one time only. Single performance. Bill, thanks to the super chat. I get the feeling Matt Lafleur values being unpredictable more than most people. It appears to me we get too cute too often. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny because like it wasn't. I, I mean, obviously this wasn't you, Bill, but I seem to recall people saying that his offense was too simple at times, like last year throughout his tenure in Green Bay. And now they're trying to get creative, and I've heard this a little bit, like oh they're getting too cute. I just think they. My kind of estimation of getting too cute is just getting away from what works in running the football and getting the ball to Jones. You know, that's getting too cute. Um, you know, I think Matt's dealing with a lot. He's juggling a lot. And hell, even just the things I'm thinking of, there are probably 10 more that I don't even know about. But, um, you know, I think there's a chance that, yeah, there – it's kind of what Aaron was probably alluding to the other week when he said we need to simplify, you know, the simplest plays are the best plays. Aaron's said that forever. Um, but at the same time, you can't be too rudimentary. You know, you want it to be preseason football out there. You know, these guys get paid to make sure they can move the football in, in new ways that aren't expected. You know, I do wish he'd lean into some, some more kind of bread and butter calls though. I'll give you that. 100%. Are defensive players really unhappy with their coach? Callum, I trust what Rob reported. I trust that Rob spoke to the people he spoke to and that that is a very real sentiment within the locker room, within certain guys. I don't think it's widespread or anything like that. I don't think it's a mutiny on their hands, but I I would tr- I trust Rob's reporting. That guys are frustrated. 
I have zero question on that. Dave, thanks to Super Chat. I didn't want Packers to trade Rodgers, but in hindsight, I wish they either had both or neither of Rodgers and Adams. I hear you and have gotten this quite a bit, actually, over the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm always going to be fascinated by the timing, right? Because I do recall someone you know, coming to me anonymously about the Adams trade being close. And I was just, even then, I was like, no, there's just no chance. I, I can't imagine they trade him away given that they just re-signed Rodgers. And then, of course, they did. I'm always going to be kind of fascinated by that turn, right? What those conversations were. How did they have those conversations with Aaron? And Aaron says he knew when he signed, but did he? I don't know, man. It's, yeah, it's it's a fascinating moment in Packers history, no doubt. Most hated. Thanks for the super chat, man. Nags, you're the bomb. Thanks for all you do. That is really nice of you, man. Thank you, brother. Really appreciate it. Always good to see you on Happy Hour, man. Uh, what else we got, folks? Savage, Randall, Carroll. Must must likely or most likely to miss tackle, commit penalties, quit on a team. Oh, damn. Woo, Ahmad Carroll can't be beat, man. Come on now. He's the champ in that regard. Oh, man. Fucking Greg Lewis. Happy Friday, Aaron. Love you. Love your show. Matt, it's really nice of you, brother. Breaking news, Packers fans are unhappy with the coaches. Yes, it is part of a routine, part of a tradition. When teams are losing, you're going to point the fingers, and they're usually at the coach. Coaches. Not surprising, given the subpar results. Can't really be too miffed at fans for being upset about it and putting it somewhere. Can't say I'm surprised. The Packers' windows closed when we re-signed Rodgers. That doesn't mean we can't crack the window back open, but it's going to take a lot of elbow grease to get it done. Tyler, that's a that's a well-thought-out and written metaphor right there, buddy. <laughs> well done. Um, Yeah, they got their work cut out for them. There's no doubt about it. I mean, people, I see people talking about going on a run like 2016, like run the table. Let's slow down and beat the Lions, okay? I mean, you talk about doing the work. That is doing the work. One game at a time. Go one and zero this week. We'll be good. Uh, I like to think this will be their last win of the season. What are you? Are you a Vikings fan, Chris? I'm confused. I wish we had Edgar Bennett back as wide receivers coach. The rookies would definitely benefit from his teachings. Yeah, Brad. I mean, I thought he was a good wide receivers coach. I mean, he was no, he was no uh, Jimmy Robinson. That was a wide receivers coach. Um, but yeah, I think. They're do- the, the young guys are doing just fine under the tutelage they're getting. Um, I would not uh, put much of the lack of production on the coaching staff there. I mean, uh, these guys are getting opportunities and they're coming to the fore. I mean, just look at their performances on Sunday night in Buffalo. Hopefully they start uh, really kind of putting up some decent numbers here now because they're going to be required to go out there and make plays. Uh, Randall Cobb's not out there, so sounds like Lazar will be back, but I still think these young guys are going to be called on early and often Sunday, and they got to answer the bell, and they got to produce big, big time. Uh, they lost a lot of coaching talent during the offseason. They did, Gary. That is very true. It was quite the brain drain, so to speak, um, between uh, Hackett and Justin Outen going to Denver, and then Getze down to Chicago. It's a lot of offensive minds walking out your door. No question about it. Now, all that said, you know, 
it ultimately, you know, they, they got Don Clements back in the door and they have, you know, Matt and Aaron are still running the show, so to speak. It is on them. It is on the two of them to make it work. And as I said earlier this week about their quotes and they need to push the ball downfield and all that, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see it, how they make it work. But as Steno said yesterday, just run the, I'm always going to be wanting to run the ball. That's my guy. Love you, Steno. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you guys enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. I'll see you all on Watch Party on Sunday. Can't wait. Let's go beat those Lions. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. Go Pack Go.